Welcome to episode one, the podcast where we talk about exclusive streaming, web-only streaming TV series. Streaming. Streaming. I'm Michael. I'm Eric. And this week we talked about Limetown on Facebook Watch. I think that we should start doing these types of shows more often. We've been doing, like, good quality, well, um, ex- except for the Ireland, we've been doing good quality Netflix shows, and I think, like, we need to do, like, some IMDB, like, shit. Like, have you seen the IMDB streaming stuff? IMDB has streaming series? Yes. Oh, God. Yep. It's going to be bad, and we're going to take that dive. But, for right now, we're talking about Limetown. Before we get started, yesterday you were working on like a bit about how you think it was funny that we were podcasting about Limetown, which is like a reversal because I usually try out the bits. I, I mean, I remember, I, I remember, yes, bringing up that it's a little funny that. Well, wait, I don't, do know you, that, I don't know that I was trying a bit though, was I? Well, you do the. <laughs> I was just going to give you the opportunity to do the bit right now. I don't know that's a bit, though. I was just making an observation. The observation is that we're doing a podcast about a show, which is about a podcast. You're an idiot. That's not funny at all. I don't value our friendship. I'm hurt. <laughs> that's how it usually works the other way around. But, uh... It, I won't cause me to change my ways, but I at least can feel the hurt that I cause you on a it, weekly basis. Yeah, you see the, uh effect that you're having on people just you i think it's just you that i should on like that really yeah why is that because your jokes are really bad <laughs> the fact that you thought that my observation was a joke is indicative like i think your your joke meter is broke like that that wasn't a joke it was just like an observation about like how it's weird that we're doing a podcast about a, a show which is about a podcast we should do more po- podcasts about shows about podcasts what? You big dummy? You don't know what you're talking about. That's not funny. It's like there's two me's in the room, and I don't know how to process it. <laughs> right? This is all I'm saying about the bits thing, right? You and I are friends. Sure. Like the very best of friends. Sure. Shouldn't you be more supportive? I think we need to have some sort of signal. Okay. Um, nonverbal. Where, like, you clue me in that what you're doing is a bit. Because your your sarcastic voice or your bit voice is not at all different. Like, intonation, any of it, is not at all different than your regular voice. And I can't tell if you're just coming up with a really bad idea or a really bad bit. I'll play along with a really bad bit. I just need to know it's a bit and not, like, some actual idea that you're having right now. Because, Michael, I care about you too much to let you think that it's funny that we're doing a podcast about a show about a podcast. So let's get into this television show about a podcast about a, a missing town called Lime Town. Before we do that, can we get into what Facebook Watch even is? Oh, yeah. We for sure can get into that because we had a lot of confusion as to how to even watch Lime Town. Yeah, 
And even once I found, like, I could find Facebook Watch, like, I got onto Facebook and pulled it up, it mostly just seemed like a bunch of, like, rando videos. Not unlike YouTube, I guess, but I guess I, I don't I don't get what purpose it's serving. Like, did, does Facebook think that people are going to watch TV shows on Facebook? Yes, they do. Is the appeal that, like, you can do watch parties? Because I think you can, like, set it up so multiple people are watching at the same time. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. I'm pretty sure, and I tried pulling it up, but I couldn't figure out how it works. I'm pretty sure there were four other people watching that episode at the same time I was, and I wanted desperately to pull up a chat and ask what other people thought so that I could bring it to this show, but I couldn't figure out how to get the fucking thing to work. That's kind of a good idea, though. You've seen on Facebook where they'll have like an exclusive live streaming of a baseball game. or I haven't seen that so much as... like live streams of press conferences and stuff like that. Yeah, that's all par- considered part of Facebook Watch. But they do, like, live stream of... I remember during the baseball season, they did live stream of Cubs games, which is good because Blackout didn't, didn't factor into that, so I could actually, like, watch a Cubs game. So, it, so it's like YouTube, because YouTube does the same thing. Right. Including baseball games. Yes. So it's like YouTube, but Facebook. Yeah. You got it. I think we solved it. That's what Facebook Watch is. It's YouTube, but Facebook. Now, the actual show line town. What did you think? I want to ask you a question. Yeah. How early did you know that this show was made up? Did you know beforehand that this show was made up? Yes. I did not. Okay. So that colored my perception of it. Mm -hmm. In that... I went into it thinking that it was a real show based on some NPR, like like Serial or something like that. Spent way too long being very angry at the fact that they couldn't just call it NPR when this is clearly a real show. Like, the radio station that she works for is American Public Radio, and that irked me. I was just annoyed that they would change the name of it for no reason. And then they started describing what Limetown was, and I was like, wait a fucking minute. And then I went and looked it up and realized. So this is like five, ten minutes in. And then from that point forward, I was just pissed off. I was annoyed. Because I was expecting some like real sort of like unsolved mystery sort of thing. Here's why I didn't like the TV show, is it was basically a visual of the podcast. Those types of podcasts, because Limetown was a, a very popular, apparently. I missed it, but it was very popular, and it was basically purported to be a lot, a real story about the thing. There's other, there's other podcasts like that, like The Black Tapes. I don't know if you know that one is a podcast where it's all about like, oh, we found all these mysterious tapes and trying to solve a mystery about ghosts and goblins and all that type of stuff. What I don't like about those types of fake ones is the polished written soundbite aspect. So it's just like a one soundbite after another soundbite and they're saying things that people don't say that just sound like profound or cool or, or they don't say things in the way that they say them. So I didn't like that. And that's happening in this show, too. And it's just like cutting to the person and they say their sound bite and then it cuts to Jessica Beale. Yeah. Jessica Beale. And then uh, she, like, asks a question that cuts to them. They say, oh, but is that how it really happens? Or is man's folly blah, 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 blah. And, yeah. 
And I think what I agree, I, that was most of my notes were just these like really over the top where most of the things I've written down were things that were really over top statements. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. And that's great for the a podcast. And it a, didn't need to be for a fucking TV show. Exactly. Yeah. Like that was one piece of it. I hadn't slotted that into this particular piece of outrage that I'm about to release. The main thing that pissed me off was her insistence, like the, the whole podcast as even a framing device because there were multiple times she was having a conversation and she'd have her microphone pulled up and was like holding it in front of people in a way that was completely unnecessary. Like it was, it, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. It was, it was kind of infuriating. Take this story that they did the podcast for, because they used that convention for a podcast because they were saying it's a podcast. This is a podcast an, about the thing. An audio only medium. There's, there, there is some amount of yeah. like over the top acting that's needed for that sort of thing to convey. Right. Yeah. That's not true of TV. Yeah. And so I don't like those types of podcasts, but people mm. like those types of podcasts and I see, I get it. It's like, Cool, but like for a TV show, it didn't did not work. Just take the story from the podcast and make a TV show out of it. It could have pulled me out of the story much less if she was just a newspaper reporter, and instead of having her microphone everywhere, she was just fucking having conversations with people and occasionally jotting down a note. Right. It felt a little like it was trying to be on the nose of a zeitgeist that was probably five years ago, like. Newspapers, they're old news. Let's talk, like, let's be about podcasts. And it's like, we do a podcast. It's not that exciting. But then we wouldn't get to see all of the cute vocal and facial exercises that she does before she starts recording. We only get to watch each other do those vocal and facial exercises. Right. That's that's definitely what happens. And? You got a yes out of me. Like, <laughs> I, that's... You, you got to ease into it. You got a yes. The and... So it starts, she's banging her, no, she's not. There's a guy outside her hotel banging his head on her door. Was he banging his head? Did we even see him? I I think she she says he's banging his head. She doesn't call the police or anything. That's so weird. So basically the premise of this show is she is investigating a a mass disappearance out of a town. So the town was like a science facility town. Like a fenced-off science facility. That nobody knows what it was investigating yeah. or researching. Right. And then all of a sudden, everybody disappeared from it, and she's just trying to investigate that. That's basically what it is. Nobody seems to know anything. There's caves under the town. Maybe they went through the caves. No, they couldn't have gone through the caves because of this reason. Well, what happened? We got this weird 911 call, which, by the way, that 911 call, right? So this all starts where... 911 gets a call asking emergency services to come out to Limetown. Then security won't let emergency services in. The FBI gets involved. There's a huge three-day standoff before they finally let everybody in and they discover everything is, everybody's disappeared. I've got some questions. That 911 call caused a three-day standoff? I'm not sure what you're incredulous about. It's basically like, oh, help me, come out to Limetown and help me. And the police show up, and I'm incredulous about the security guards being like, oh, no, everything's fine, go home. And the police not being like, oh, okay, have a good one, guys. I'm not incredulous about that. I don't think it's entirely unreasonable for a police officer to expect to see what has happened. Because who, because it's a private security force. If security was doing something awful, I like you, all those sorts of things have to go through your mind, especially when 
somebody's it, it, they're very distraught. This isn't like, hey, some weird shit's happened in Limetown and like come by. It's like help us monster noises. Monster noises, somebody yelling shut it off and then silence basically. Dude, all those things are clues. <laughs> We're going to write a killer episode too. <laughs> um so I don't think that's I don't think that's unreasonable. It's like all weird to me. I think it's unreasonable that it took 3 days. Like at some point I I feel like they would just say, "Yeah, no, we've got jurisdiction here. Like you're going to move and they would arrest those people and then go in." It's what? it's not it's it's a fucking city. Like they've got some amount of jurisdiction over this area. Yeah. Does that security force not know what happened in Limetown? I think the security I think the security force and this is why I'm baffled that she hasn't done any research with the security force. The security force clearly fucking stuck around. I think that they were keeping people out to wait for whatever was either causing people to disappear, evacuate, be sucked up by aliens, who the hell knows what. But, like... Yeah. I've got a question. Do you care? I care enough to, after we record this, but not before, like, we put away the computer, just in case there's something funny we need to talk about. I'm 100% going to look up what happened. Oh, just like we did for the island? Yeah. Also, like, 326 people vanished. I wrote in here, couldn't they have just left? That, that's that's one of the possibilities. Security just kept people out until they left. Yeah. But A, where did they go? Well, she's going to talk to one of them. Suppo- yeah, supposedly. Right. Am I remembering correctly or not that <coughs> they vanished without a trace, like... There was no evidence of people having lived there, like no fingerprints and stuff like that. They did all this sort of stuff and they couldn't even find that other than the charred up husk of Dr. So-and-so in the middle of town. I've got a question. Okay. Can someone disappear when they're already gone? <laughs> that was a that was a quote in episode one. Was it? Yeah. Uh, it was I, one of those sound bites I was talking it about. Was so un, it was so forgettable. So, Jessica Biel's character, Leah Haddock. I wrote it down. Can someone be missing if they're already gone? I fucking wrote that quote down. And literally the next thing I wrote was, how fucking up its own ass is this show? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So, Leah Haddock goes to her boss at the IPR or whatever it is. APR. APR. American Public Radio. And says, I want to do this story about a 15-year-old mystery, uh, and this disappearance is, like, a cultural thing in this world. Like, they... Like, like it have, happened that in happened. the world, yeah. And they had, like, made-for-TV movies about it. It was, like, a, it was like a thing. And the boss said, this happened 16 years ago. What more can you say about it? With the, why do you want to do this? And I kind of agreed with the boss. Yeah, other than it was why would you want to do this other than make this about your personal journey because her uncle was somebody that was in this town. Right. Played by Stanley Tucci, who was too good for this show. Right. And he knew it. Oh, I wrote in my notes, are we going to interview some security or... I'm sure they'll be like, at some point she'll think like, oh my God, that's right. There were security there. I should interview them. And then she'll find out that they've all killed themselves or something. Exactly. Um, Oh, here's another one of those sound bites. Are you scared of Limetown? It's like a graveyard with no bodies. Yeah, that's, I wrote, it's like a graveyard with no bodies. Oh, oh, and then this is the part in my notes where she just starts making out with some random woman. 
Yeah. And recorded the audio for it. Yep. And then masturbated to that audio. Yeah. Yeah, that's a neat thing. That's a neat thing that happened. I hadn't thought about this before, This, but this needs to be a... We need to find a way to make this a crucial plot point in episode two. Okay. Because otherwise, this was a pointless endeavor. This was a pointless recording. This was a, like, what the fuck did we just watch? I need this to be in our episode two, or else it will have all been for nothing. Yeah. Stop trying to hide your birthmark. You know I love it. Yeah. I forgot I was going to open the... I was going to open this podcast by me telling you to stop trying to hide your birthmark. <laughs> just just so everybody could hear how skeevy it is. Let's do a uh, let's do a clean take on that, and then you can just edit it in. Welcome to episode one, the podcast where we talk about a streaming-only exclusive show. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. I don't, I can't do it. I, can't I, I thought you out. were just going to say the, the phrase and like... Throw that in there as though, like, you accidentally left in some audio from before we started recording. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because that would be a weird thing for you to say to me on a podcast. Right. But, like, in real life, that's not weird. Right. Okay, no, I got it. Okay, Eric, I just hit record. Hey, stop trying to hide your birthmark. You know I love it. That's really gross. That's a gross (laughs) thing that you're saying to me right now. I'll, I'll edit out part of that. She calls somebody in the FBI that she's been calling. I just assumed that was a cop. The officer guy. Yeah. Yeah, to basically unload on him. Oh, yes. She picks up and he says, it's 10 at night. At night. This is the fifth time this week. The fifth time this week. That's pretty much every night this week. That's a weird way to put unless, that. Unless it's only Monday. Or, yeah. <laughs> and then he says, if this is about Limetown, what else is it about? You know what I'm saying? Well, but then she makes it about something very real in that she basically threatens suicide in front of him. Oh, no. Yeah, she does. She threatened. She basically gets him to do what she wants by threatening suicide. Like, yeah. she says, I'm going to commit suicide, and he's like, okay, I'll do the thing that you want me to do. She doesn't say it quite so directly. She does say that she she tells a story of somebody that killed themselves in some fairly graphic detail. Yes. And then says, but I understood, I understand how that person can get there. Yeah, it was, she was working for the Kansas City Star, and she was covering a crime, and the crime was somebody... Uh, it didn't have any identifying markers on them, and then it was an apparent suicide, which, what the fuck? How was that an apparent suicide? Yeah, how was that an apparent suicide? All of their teeth ripped out. Yeah. Their birthmarks and everything else cut the fuck off. Yep. Because birthmarks are gross. Yep. All her teeth n- pulled out, and then she's missing the front half of her head. Well, that can be explained by blasting her face off with the shotgun, which is apparently what happened. But the rest of it <coughs> makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. And then she said, uh, there wasn't any evidence, but for some reason I always connected this to Limetown. <laughs> yeah, no, I forgot about that. Like, yeah. really? Really? Why? Are you... She's crazy. She's a crazy person. Um, yeah, I literally wrote, what the fuck does this murder, suicide, whatever have to do with Limetown? She's insane. She's insane. And she's bad at investigative journalism. Yeah. Her question to somebody, to... to the first police officer on the scene was, how did it feel when everyone disappeared from Limetown? 
How is that the question that you ask somebody who was on? Like, how did it feel? That's the first question she asks. The yeah. cop that she threatens suicide with. Also, she gets a call from somebody who says they were in Limetown. Yep. And the person, the person was like, "How soon can we meet?" And then Leah Haddock says, "Whenever you want." And then the person says, "You'll hear from me." And then hangs up. Why? Why didn't you just? Set up, why didn't they just set up a time? Because. Um, she was running out of minutes on her phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the battery on her little voice scrambler was, was right. running out. Whenever you want, she's just like, oh shit, what time is it? Oh, it's not, eight, it's not nine o'clock yet. I'm using my minutes. Oh no. <laughs> let, me, let me call you back in half an hour. Don't worry. I'll talk to Mark. He'll give me your number. <laughs> right. It was just weird that they... Everything about this was weird and really forced. Like, it didn't... The, the quotes are, are weird and bad. The investigative journalism is weird. It, not even journalism. Pod, investigative podcasting is weird and bad. Who do you think... Who do you think's a more legitimate journalist? Us doing this podcast or Leah Haddock doing that podcast? I want you to keep in mind that she's doing a podcast about a fake town that didn't really disappear. And we're doing a podcast about a show about a fake town. That bit's stupid. Was it set? Was it all worth it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But would you consider us legitimate journalists or critics? I consider us as legitimate as anything on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. And we're going to get on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. With the listeners' help. Hi, listeners. I can't do this, it. This is a pledge drive. <laughs> right, with I was going to start. With your donation, I was you start. can get us to be a slightly less shitty reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> your donation of 200 <laughs> reviews. Wait, no, how many do we have? We've got two. Let Just two? Re- okay, hold on. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. But your donation of 198 <laughs> reviews... And our commitment to do this show for at least two total years. And probably some more time. Because, like, if we're going to spend all this effort getting to be reviewers on Rotten Tomatoes, like, we got to do something. We got to get at least one review up on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so we're going to – we commit to do at least two years and one episode. So one a week, 100, 105 episodes. So do you want to write episode two? I've kind of locked us into that. Yep. And I don't know that I have a way out. So, yes, I would like to write episode two, but I would also like you to exercise your right to edit every last second of this out. Okay. Um, so, episode two. Here, here are the things that, that need to happen somewhere in the season, and then maybe we pick one to go off of. She's got to talk to security at some point because if she doesn't, she's a fucking idiot. I feel like she's going to get caught somehow having recorded the audio of her sex sessions with her girlfriend or with her partner. That's going to be an episode like that partner, like really lighting into her for that. And then her recording that and later masturbating to it. They're going to spend an episode in the caves below town. I don't know which of, if any of these are like mineable for comedy gold. The, the mines would be the, the obvious choice just based on the like literal nature of it. But 
I think she accidentally turns that tape in to be broadcast, <laughs> and it gets broadcast all over the radio. <laughs> all, all over the podcast radio. All yep. over the podcast radio, and she doesn't realize it, and everybody hears this episode in her. She keeps getting these like people tweeting her and text messages saying, like, hey, great episode. <laughs> right. And then... uh it makes the news and everything and it like blows up and goes viral. But what happens is that it gets so much attention that somebody's like, I have information on Lime Town. That has as much connection to anything in this show as anything in this show ever did. Yeah. Somebody's going to use that and be like, hey, that was really hot. Also, I've got some information yeah. about Lime Town. My dad was worked security in Lime Town and... He, when uh, they let everybody in and security left, you, there's a shot of him leading on the Jeep, but I still haven't seen him since, except for one time when I was 15 in the middle of the night. It was raining and it was my birthday and he knocked on my window and gave me a present and left. And he wouldn't tell me where he was or what he was doing. And then I opened the present and the present was just a note that said, life is meaningless. <laughs> And I still have that note today. Then she opens up the note and it's blank. (laughs) And she says, she goes, so how did you feel when you realized that the note that you've been carrying in your wallet has been blank? Oh, no, because he's like, I've been carrying it in my wallet ever since, but I can't bring myself to read it again. (laughs) (laughs) And so he pulls it out and he hands it to her and he opens it and she opens it and it's blank. Or it's just a receipt to Best Buy. She's like, this is a receipt. Right. She's like, She's like, oh shit, I turned in the letter for my rebate for the washer I just bought. Yeah. And then they just have to like call up Sears and try to locate <laughs> Yeah. And they put all this in the podcast. Yeah. What else happens? No, I feel like that's it. Because you know how long it takes to hold for like customer service, right? Like, it takes right. all day. So they added that down. So she's just like on the phone on hold with like customer service with Sears trying to locate it and her, her and the guy. And she's just like, hey, you want to go down to the caves in your lime town after this? Or what are you doing? And he's like, no, no, no. That place scares me. And she says, like a ghost without a soul. I'm not sure what my uh, my Google Assistant thought. I, I mean, I know. I literally can see right here what it thought it was saying. But I don't know what point that it heard me talking. But it wrote, when I go down to the cave girl, I'm coming after this. What are you doing? He's like, no, no. Read it again. When I go down to the cave girl, I'm coming after this. What are you doing? He's like, no, no. I think that that when I go down on the cave girl lyric... Sounds so much like a lyric that we should have a challenge for our listeners to take that audio and turn it into a song. Okay, so or I'm, make it and write a song or, or, or auto tune my voice saying this. Yeah, so, and then tweet it to us, and then we'll put it on the podcast. I will say it one more time just so that you can get a second chorus. When I go down to the cave, girl, I'm coming after this. What are you doing? He's like, no, no. Yeah, so he's like. No, I'm not going down to the caves. It scares me. 
It's like a ghost without a soul. And then she goes, come on. And then he goes. Yeah. And then what happens down there? We'll find out next time on episode three. Like, I, I was pretty clear. Like, it takes like 30 minutes. It's going to take them like 30 minutes to get past uh, like customer service or whatever. All right. And then they're going to get transferred to another department. Right. But is it the right department? Right. Find out after the commercial break. I was kind of surprised they didn't put commercials in this. Yeah. Considering it's a free service. Yeah. I agree. So I guess it's got that going for it. Mm-hmm. Then it just needs better quality shows. Because would you watch Limetown again? Absolutely not. Me either. Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, please feel free to check out our website. It's episode1podcast.com or follow us on Twitter, Twitter at podcast episode numero one. Um, you can check out the episode one Facebook group. Uh, use any of the three of those to get in contact with us. Uh, also, make sure that you bring our dream of being Rotten Tomatoes critics to life by leaving a review on iTunes. We've got two now. Mm-hmm. We are 1% of the way to our goal. That's what I will put on the fucking website is a thermometer. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so we've got like stretch, not stretch goals, but like milestone goals too, right? We can put, yeah, I mean, we can put those, we can put those on there too. Like if we get to 10 reviews, what were we going to do? If So our first goal is if we get to 10 reviews, we will actually come up with a bit that we... Like ahead of time, like this isn't something like... Right. No, we'll come up with a segment that we do every once in a while on the show. Okay. Like we've got writing episode two. I guess that's a segment we do. We'll come up with like another comedy segment that we do. Not every episode. We don't want to kill it, run it to the ground. But the incentive is... Make this a more listenable podcast. Listenable podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ten reviews and we'll make this a little bit more of a listenable pod- podcast. Which will aid us in our goal of getting more reviews after that. Yeah. Oh, so uh, we got a second review. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's 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 hear the review. Okay. The title is "I Love It," and the body says, "This podcast is so cool and smart and funny." Cinnamon Wizard Forever. You wrote that one. You absolutely wrote that one. It it's by Cool Guy Michael. Yeah, you definitely wrote that one. Doing my part. <laughs> yeah. At least somebody is. So go leave us a review and we'll all have fun together. Thanks for listening. <laughs>